Unretirement can take a lot of forms. It can be returning to a former job, starting a new career or business, working part-time, taking on consulting or freelance work, you know, really taking those skills that they've honed over a lifetime and applying them in ways that are flexible to what they view as living a fulfilling retirement. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision, how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified. This is episode number 35. I'm your co-host, Joe Curry. And with me, my co-host, Lindsay Wilson. How are you, Lindsay? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Big weekend coming up with the family. We're going to Ottawa for Winterlude. Hopefully do some skating on the Rideau Canal, though that's a weather permitting, I think, just given the weather lately. But yeah, so I'm excited. That's excellent. And it's your birthday, so happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I don't think anyone will see this video, but thanks to you and Bev, we have the big happy birthday sign behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And things are well with me. I'm going to Toronto for a couple of days this weekend and always love getting to the city to visit the city. And that'll be my weekend. Very awesome. So Toronto bound. Okay. This morning, actually, I was reading an article about the unretirement market watch. There's a column on there. We can link to that in the show notes. I thought it would be an interesting topic to dive into a little deeper here on the show today. What do you think? I think it's a great topic. And we've touched on it a bit before with Scott Armstrong and Tammy Vigu, a previous podcast of ours, talking about living a satisfying retirement. And I think unretirement's a topic that's worth exploring. And people are probably wondering, what do we mean when we say unretirement? Really, it's the phenomenon of people returning to work after retiring from their career or job. It's sort of a reversal of the retirement decision and making the choice to go and rejoin the workforce. A trend that we see actually here with some of our clients, and it's becoming increasingly common as people, of course, are living longer, healthier lives. And we touched again with Scott Armstrong and Tammy Vigu, people aren't necessarily emotionally prepared for a long retirement. You know, you may define yourself by your career. It may be fulfilling aspect of your life and you might miss the structure, social interaction and intellectual stimulation that comes with work. Working can also provide a sense of purpose, that social connection. I know I enjoy coming into the office every day and speaking with yourself and Deb and clients. It can contribute to an overall sort of well-being and quality of life. So unretirement can take a lot of forms. It can be returning to a former job, starting a new career or business working part-time, and as we've seen with some of our clients, taking on consulting or freelance work, you know, really taking those skills that they've honed over a lifetime and applying them in ways that are flexible to what they view as living a fulfilling retirement and to be able to pursue opportunities in fields that they're interested in and simply about working for a paycheck. Finally, the other thing that we see, you know, some potential challenges associated with unretirement can be ageism, health issues, or even sometimes the need to update skills or knowledge. 
So it's important, I think, to have a discussion about it, to carefully consider your motivations, your goals, your options, and of course, to seek support and guidance whenever you need it. So Joe, just on that topic, I'd like to know as a financial planner, what your thoughts on unretirement are. So that's a pretty good overview, Gabe Lindsay, and definitely want to chat about this. First of all, I think it's great. I don't think there should be some cookie cutter idea of what retirement is. It can be different for everybody. So we often throw the word around of work optional, right? It's very satisfying and freeing for people to know they get to a point where work is optional. They don't need to go to work every day because of a paycheck. But to your point, the summary you just gave there, that doesn't mean that there are advantages of still going to work. And it might, doesn't have to be financially focused, but if it's going to provide purpose and fulfillment into retirement, then why not, right? As you mentioned, we talked to several other people on the podcast, specifically Scott Armstrong and uh, Tammy Vigu, about the importance of planning for your retirement. And when I say planning, I don't mean the money aspects. I mean, what's going to get you up in the morning. A phrase I heard a long time ago that I really loved when thinking about retirement is, you want to have enough money that you can sleep at night, but enough purpose that you can get up in the morning. So what you're talking about in this article is a lot of people are finding that that purpose is actually doing work. And again, not necessarily for financial reasons. So my thoughts there on what do I think about the unretirement? I'd leave it there, but I do think it's a great thing. And the people shouldn't just look at retirement as I have to stop working and I'm going to sit on the beach the rest of my life. And it's pursuing that sense of purpose. And I'm wondering, are you seeing this with the clients that we see? Are you seeing this as a, a sort of trend? Yes. I see this in a few different ways, actually. We definitely have clients who have been in roles with, uh, say, Hydro One or the gas and oil business, where they make good money, they're able to retire with this lifestyle that they want, but they still do consulting work because it gives them something to do. Again, it gives them some purpose. It also does give them a little bit of extra finance to help with some maybe some bigger trips or things like that. So they don't have to feel like they're eating too much into their retirement savings. So that's a common way we see it. I guess client that comes to mind is a husband, wife had a successful business, did really well, sold that business no need to ever worry about money again in their life. But she just wanted something else to do to give her that purpose and started up, I guess we'll call it a yarn shop, but basically for sewing and materials, that kind of stuff. So did not need to run that shop. It did for a long time. Got a lot of fulfillment out of that. Has since sold that. And you know, I've had conversations with her, especially right after she sold it, she was having a little more difficulty getting up in the morning. That whole idea of not sure what her purpose was. You also mentioned some of the struggles. Sometimes you can't maybe keep up running a business when you start to run into health issues as you do get older. So it doesn't work for everybody. But I'm just trying to think. Other ways I see that the unretirement is maybe people, they don't actually change their career, but maybe they just change their work schedule. So this works for a lot of business owners. I think of my dad, for example, he's recently brought in my sister-in-law to his business and she's taking on a lot of the work that he was doing and she's really kind of diving into group benefits and specializing in that area. So he's so super active with the clients and planning all that kind of stuff, but it's allowing him to step back working shorter days, have more time off with his grandkids, that kind of stuff. But he still has somewhere to go to work to have that purpose outside of just looking after his grandkids. Also keeps him out of my mom's hair too, which uh, <laughs> sometimes a bonus. So those are kind of a few different ways I've seen it showing up with some of our clients and some people I know. And again, I think it's becoming more and more common. I do think it's great. Yeah. One of the things I would say too, in my previous role, I worked as case manager in insurance. And one of the things that happened, there was a period where many of the senior case managers were given a retirement package, which is great, but we lost all that wealth of knowledge, wisdom, and experience. So 
by people engaging in this on retirement, we don't lose all that knowledge, experience and intelligence. We still benefit from it, essentially. And we're lucky in that way. We're sort of answering this, but do you think the traditional retirement is changing? Yeah, I do think it's changing. And maybe to what you were just saying, Lindsay, actually about the package and then losing talent is a lot of big corporations. That's kind of how they manage their downsizing is they give packages to longtime employees so that they're not laying off, I guess, younger employees, which is nice. But I don't think that's ideal. And we've seen that probably in the insurance company you're talking about with other insurance companies as well, where it's very hard to get the information that we need to do our jobs when those people are no longer there. So I think it would be better for everyone if companies could work with their employees to have maybe phase out retirements where they're helping their employees work less, give them a chance to start to adapt to that retirement lifetime, start to figure out their routines when they're not working as much, and maybe pick up some new activities, hobbies, volunteering, whatever it's going to be to help them adjust. Because a lot of people, when they jump into retirement with two feet right away, they really struggle, right? There's some mental health issues there potentially. I mean, that's not uncommon at all. So that would be a nice way of transitioning. So that's not necessarily something I see coming. I think it would be helpful. But I do see more and more people working into retirement, again, sometimes just working longer, but a lot of times it's something new. And I would say, though, for sure, the traditional retirement is not as common as it used to be. So, yeah, I think it's definitely changing. My mother would be a great example. Spent her career as a nurse and then wanted to get into helping seniors through foot care and that sort of thing. So she looked for a similar but alternate career that she felt would be rewarding and exciting for her and a way to bring in a bit of income and be occupied in retirement, but not going back full-time nursing. So what do you think the retirement of the future might look like? I think that we maybe back up before retirement, and this is kind of a totally different way of thinking about it, but I think the days of, you know, you pick a career, you do the same thing for 40 years, you collect your pension and sail off into the sunset. I mean, those are definitely coming to an end. So we've talked about the unretirement in the sense of finding other things to do in retirement, but that's still kind of a traditional way of looking at it. You know, it's often around that age 60, 65, when people are looking to make that change and they've got their financial freedom. But I think what we'll start to see, especially because longevity, you know, we've talked about this on past podcasts, but life expectancy is expected to grow fairly significantly into the future as we see more and more medical advancements. I think it's the year 2035. It's expected that artificial intelligence catches up to human intelligence. And there's a lot of people, this idea around singularity where they expect that we'll see massive jumps in the life expectancy of humans at that point. So I think that people are going to get bored <laughs> and we'll see them more often. There's not pensions like there used to be. I guess where I'm going with all this is I think you're going to see like second and third and even fourth careers where people have many retirements. Maybe they work for 15 years, take a mini retirement sabbatical for a few years, do some travel, learn some new things, maybe go back to school and then go back into the workforce in a different capacity. I think that's going to be more and more common. And I mean, we're starting to see it in different ways. Actually, I was at the gym yesterday and the guy working, he used to be a trainer though. So for a long time, he's a personal trainer, but he's since gone back to school. He's doing his doctoral studies now and teaching. And he's actually talking about actually using technology and AI to apply it. So some different spins on that, which is a bit of a tangent. But the point is, we're actually seeing people do that now. You know, they've been doing something. It's been fun, but it's luster a little bit, I guess you could say. So that hasn't been the traditional way of doing it. But again, if people are going to be working instead of the 30 to 40 years we've seen in the past, and they're going to be working 50 to 60 years because we're just going to be living that much longer, then I think that you're going to see some more of these types of mini retirements. Right. I like that. It's mini retirements. I think there's two 
translatable skills that people take the skills they've, they've gathered in one career and can catapult them forward into another, maybe different or similar sort of second career and third career. Yeah, absolutely. I guess if we wrap up the episode here, what I hope people take away from this for their own planning is that they don't have to retire the way that they've seen their neighbors or their siblings or their parents retire. It's important to start thinking about what is going to give you purpose and fulfillment, especially if you're already financially free or you know you're going to be soon. I mean, take a chance, try some new things and find something that's going to help you live your best life. Absolutely. Any final thoughts, Lindsay? No, I think you said it all. I think that's true wealth there is the ability to do the things you love with the people that you love, as we always say. And I think that that speaks to creating your own ideal retirement. Awesome. I love it. Thanks, Lindsay. You're welcome. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc. ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.